ambitions that we have in this life, it has been done before. If you are creative, go for it. Make beauty. But it's all derivative, inspired by another someone. <laughs> the click-clacking of feet in the hallway That's... would be Etta. <laughs> Baby, we're recording. Okay, have somebody help you that's not us. I love you. And welcome back to Shticklist. Thank you for joining us. I'm Jeff. And I'm Megan. And this week, we're going to breeze through a really light topic, the meaning of life. Nice. No, it's not really light. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that you just went with that. You were just ready to go. Uh, we want to briefly tackle a really large topic. And so this is going to be us putting out there our thoughts about it. But this is definitely not the end of this conversation. We'd love to hear from you. You mean we uh, don't have the answer? Uh, I'm sorry, but we are <laughs> going to talk about contentment in life's purpose. And sure, we'll hit that in under 30 minutes, right? You've yeah, got the, yeah. You've got the timer. There so, you go. Yeah. So what are we doing? We can fit that in. No, really. It's something we could talk a long time about with a lot of people, a lot of ideas, a lot of thoughts. But we have we have something that has really directed our perspective for several years now, and that is the concept of getting here. And that has been something that we've tried to adjust our perspectives to over the last several years. We even started a blog about it several years ago. Yeah, but I mean, several children ago. Several children ago. Yeah. The whole concept was practicing contentment in where we are today. We found ourselves when we were talking or reflecting on things and saying, you know, how are we? We would often respond, oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. And we were talking in this forward existence where we weren't really appreciating where we were. And so we started this idea for ourselves that we are getting here. We want to focus on enjoying our moments today and being content where we are today. So what we have for you today in our podcast are three big ideas for getting here, for how to do that. So we'll start with number one. It's hard and it's brutal, but I think once we get through this one, everything else builds on the top of it. First one's depressing. I, I mean, <laughs> we're just going to be really honest. The first one's depressing, but then I think it gives you a really good foundation to move forward and enjoy things. Foundation. That's right. You got to knock it down. Yeah. So <laughs> number one, everything has been done and you can't have it all. In all of the worldly ambitions that we have in this life, it has been done before. If you are creative, go for it. Make beauty. But everything is derivative. It's inspired by someone, another person, another piece of art, or even creation itself. Scientific endeavors, go for it. Discover, invent. But none of it will conquer the ultimate scientific endeavor, which is to... Defeat mortality. <laughs> You're just not going to do it. Um, professional things. Go for it. Work hard. Help others. But empires don't transfer. And as we've already mentioned, mortality. <laughs> <laughs> so we get stuck in goals and ambitions and dreams. And while those aren't inherently bad, 
what we do sometimes is we accidentally or inadvertently relegate our current lives to an until status. I'm just doing this job until something else. I'm saving money until this. I'm going to school until. I'm single for now until. And we seem to reserve contentment for just a little further away from where we are, some future that we're grasping at, or we hope to discover something or create something that no one else has ever thought of before. I... Megan and I, when we started talking about this, we started trading again notes back and forth. I sent her one tweet (laughs) that I just really was like, this is what I want to talk about when we talk about this. And the tweet said, being an adult is just saying to yourself, after this week, things will slow down a bit until you die. And holy cow. (laughs) I say that a lot. (laughs) Because we're always saying, well, just a little bit further or just after this week or once this next holiday is over or once the kids get back to school or once the kids get out of school, like it's always just that next thing. And it sounds really heavy, but it's an important reality to accept that like, I don't think things are slowing down. And we haven't even talked about like the midst of other life things that can be going on. This is just regular life stuff. And this is, you don't have to have kids or a dog or or even be married. There's always stuff going on in life. So we can't just be pushing it out on some horizon that we hope to get to. So we really want to get away from the concept or the attitude that I'm getting there. I'm almost there. We just really want to get here. And that's the magic of contentment that we've been able to find. So our first point, really depressing. (laughs) Everything's been done and you can't have it all. There's just a finite amount of time in your life. But the second one is the magic of contentment. And Mark Twain, you guys know that we love him. We talk about him often. Twain says, we recognize that there are no trivial occurrences in life if we get the right focus on them. There are such big things that happen But more often than not, it's the little things that are special or important or significant. And before Megan jumps in to clarify this next point, I do want to say it sounds like we're getting really close to some philosophical ideas. We're not nihilists. We're not fatalists. We're not just going through every day sad. This is a freeing thing for us when we talk about finding the magic and contentment. We haven't given up. Right. This is the pivot. <laughs> this is this is a hard pivot for us, which is actually really freeing and really exciting. So we do want to clarify because we know that this perspective is different and we want to clarify our faith. I don't know that we've explicitly laid that out and why it makes our life different. So we believe Jesus came to show us how to live life completely differently than we would be naturally inclined to do or how the world focuses or encourages us to do. We live in community and kingdom right here and right now. Our life is not about us. It is loving others and loving them well. So when we talk about life's ambition or life's goals, those are ours. That is it. And we can do those things right now. We can realize that right now. So really, we are achieving our purpose exactly where we are. There's not a future level of success that we're trying to access every day. We can love and serve those in our path and in our community. Once we let go of the pressure of reaching the next level of life, getting there, 
getting to the next thing, we take ourselves out of competition, even with ourselves. Now, that doesn't mean we don't want to be better tomorrow than we were today, but it means we get to enjoy our one unique, extraordinary life right now that we are waking up in each day. So you should find something that you enjoy to work hard at, but practice loving what you're doing now too. Don't invalidate your daily contribution because it's not your forever plan. You should be responsible with money. That's a good idea, but not at the expense of sacrificing the the, the joy, the ability to be generous today. You should go to school. Uh, you know, kids have to go to school, but if you need to go to school, if it'll give you tools for your future endeavors, that's good. But practice loving the process. Practice helping your kids love that process. Desiring relationships and kids is great. It's also not mandatory. We have a lot of really big feelings about that one. And we know that that's a really sensitive topic for some people, and we're always happy to talk about that. So if you desire that, but are not there now, live into the adventure and the gift of singleness for the adventure that it offers right now. So taking the pressure off of getting there and participating fully in the beautiful presence of here. Um, Like I said, we've been saying this for a while now. Several children, at least least one house. Yeah, one and a half pandemics ago. (laughs) Oh, that's too, that's too real. I don't want to say two because we're not, I don't know. Nobody knows what's happening. Yeah, nobody knows. (laughs) But we've started calling what we have now our here. And this is our big idea. And Megan uses this word a lot. And I love it. This is our bonus life because we are already, when we love others, when we participate in community, we're already living our goal. And that sounds really privileged. And it, and it is But we can do that. You can do that wherever you are, at whatever age you are, whatever's going on in life. Our ambitions are both met and new every day. Because we were loved, we love others. We have the contentment that we are achieving our purpose exactly where we are. Are achieving. That's that's the present progressive. If you want to get really English. I I love it when you English teacher. (laughs) If you want to get English. Because I'm so bad at it. No, I love it. If you want to get English nerdy about it, that is called the present progressive, meaning it is something that is happening right now, but it will continue to happen. Like it is. Do you like that? (laughs) So we are achieving. Uh, We are practicing that contentment. We love and we continue to love. We're not panicked and focused on there. We are loving and soaking in here. And this contentment really helps us experience our life as magical. And so what we thought we would do for a minute is list back and forth. This goes back to our first point. We know that we're not the first people to do anything. Like we are not original people. <laughs> and we know that we know that if you look at our life from the outside, there's really nothing spectacular. Like there's not anything we do that has never been done before. I was going to be sarcastic and be like, "Thanks, but you're right." <laughs> but just because It's not the first time in history. This is our unique experience. And that's the whole thing we want to talk about is finding that contentment in what you are doing. So I want to start. Okay. We are not the first people who've ever decided to sit in their bedroom and have a podcast. (laughs) Listen to us talk, friends. 
<laughs> no, we're not, but it is our unique experience and it has been such a life-giving tool to process, to talk together. And then the number of conversations that has started outside of this room. Dude, that's my favorite thing. Just this morning, somebody stopped me to talk about it and they were talking to me about a Hey Remember where we talked about Surge and then it brought up a whole other conversation about Jolt Cola. I, it's it's amazing to just be somewhere else and start talking with somebody about this. So we're not the first people to do this. We get that. But we thank you for joining us because this is our little magical piece of the internet. And we're jazzed about it. <laughs> we are not the first people to have children. Or, I don't know if you knew or, that or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or to have four of them and people go, oh, oh. <laughs> That's one way to live your life. <laughs> <laughs> but... We love it so much. The experience of seeing the world through their eyes and seeing the world through this little troop of children's eyes as they interact with one another and interact with us. They're funny. Okay, give us another one. We are not the first people to ever have a dog that we love so much that is so spoiled. <laughs> oh, my pet lovers out there. They're so special. They really are. And again, there have been a billion dogs. You're not the first person to own a pet, but you know how significant your bond with that animal is. He is a person and he is involved in this family. <laughs> I told him he wasn't a person the other day and he legitimately got sad. His and head cocked to the side and his ears went down and he was like, oh, that's too serious. <laughs> and the kids got mad at me <laughs> for telling him he wasn't a person. They were like, he is a person. We know that we are not the first people to make exciting professional plans. To, to work on what's next, to, to own a business or to, to plan the trajectory of what you want the business to look like and where you're going and what you want to do. Um, there are lots of people who've done that and lots of people who've been really, really exceptional at that. But it's our little piece of every day where we magically get to spend time together and work and focus on, yeah, there is a future, but what are we doing today to work on that? I wanted to add this one in just because I'm cheesy and corny, but like, we know we are not the first people to really enjoy being married, <laughs> but it is a wonderful, magical adventure. And so I just needed to say that. So. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> I know, but I actually mean it. So, it's, Oh, yeah. thank you. So again, we recognize that all of these things in our life, again, we've not said anything that was absolutely original. Like, that's just not a thing you can even do. Everything has been done before. Once you admit that, then you can revel in your own uniqueness because it is the first time we have ever experienced these things. So third, how do we encourage you to do this? Again, we're going to go back to Twain just a little bit, who says there was never yet an uninteresting life. Such a thing is an impossibility inside of the dullest exterior, there is a drama, a comedy, and a tragedy. This perspective is why we practice our faith. We accept both that we are not exceptional or more important than anyone else, but our experiences are unique and precious, and we recognize the paradox. That's such a good word, because it's exactly what it is. It's, it's so weird. We know that we are not the center of the universe, but we only know what we are experiencing, and therefore, it is unique and precious to us. So ask us questions about that. So here's what we encourage you to do. This is the call to action Oh, I piece. like this. Yeah. Because we want you to join us in this. I mean, that's why we talk about these things. And, and 
we want you to join us in this. Or if you disagree, we want you to talk about it with us. What are you doing in your life? And hear us very clearly. You don't look at your life and think everything is magical. You don't look at your life and say, everything is positive. I'm glad this happened. Yeah, let's talk about this summer. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, there was a lot of really hard and painful, and we have to accept that as part of it. And I want to talk about this more in the future, but allowing yourself to feel more than one thing at a time and to be able mm. to accept that life this summer was really hard and really painful. And and it's more than just compartmentalizing. Because in Western culture, we're so good at compartmentalizing. We take this bookshelf of ideas and we just shove our feelings. It's, it's like an Ikea shelf where we shove our feelings into different boxes and feel like we have to get them out at appropriate times when really they're all running amok in there. And that's okay to have all of those feelings. You don't have to shut down. If, if you think you have to be sad, that doesn't mean you can't have a good time. If you're having a good time, it's okay to let those emotions that are heavy get there too. So, how do we start? So, none of that was in my plan to talk about. I just wanted to clarify, we don't go through life with, like, rainbows and unicorns everywhere. Life is real, and life is messy. <laughs> but digging through those things to find what is meaningful. First of all, getting here, let go of the future as your goal. Now, absolutely, please make a plan, but stop focusing on getting there. Get here. The future... I mean, as we've learned, the future is not promised or a scavenger hunt to joy. We teach 12th grade students every week at church, and there's all this pressure on these kids to find the path that their life needs to take. So at 18, they have to make all these decisions. That's a terrifying idea, but you have <laughs> to have the exact right path at 18. So let go of that. Make plans. Work towards something. But get here. Don't worry about getting there. And so to do that, we want you to find the magic and the joy that is happening in your today. Revel in even what seems to be the smallest joys. Who is it that you get to talk to, to see? Who do you get to work with, live with, text with? Appreciate that the steps that you take today from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep will never be duplicated by anyone else or by you. Oh, I like that. That was good. <laughs> I. I want to share this. What You asked the question, what do I do if I can't do this? What if I don't see any magic? And let me be honest, for me and for Megan, this summer has been tough and some magic days. Um, it is not an instant result. This is a cultivated practice that now that I look back, I'm really glad we've been doing this. So we have two suggestions. I'll give one and then Megan will give one. My thing, and you hear me say this word all the time probably. I know I've said it on here. But my first suggestion is community. Reach out to someone. Relationships and connections are really everything. Sharing together can be relieving in so many ways. Laughing, grieving, thinking. If you feel like you don't even have someone to do that with, reach out to us. And we mean that. Maybe you don't live in the same place we are. Maybe you can't just drop by. And I know that some people are still uncomfortable with that. And as we go into another weird fall, we get that. We have phones. We have a computer. That is a way to connect. And we love talking and sharing. I just, a random story through of connection through the pandemic. 
Uh, our oldest is in Girl Scouts and sells Girl Scout cookies. And that was really weird during a pandemic and not being able to go door to door. And we did not have her do booths. So I did most of it through Facebook and she would type messages with me and do all the deliveries. But when a friend of a friend bought some cookies from her and texted me about delivery and we just kind of became texting buddies for a few months I totally forgot about that. It was just a friend of a friend, and it was just both of us were really appreciating some connection. And so we talked about our families, and we talked about life, and it was just the most random connection that I just think is so precious, and I love it. It was so neat. So connection matters so much. I love the idea that sometimes we really slam on our phones and on social media, and I get why. But man, there is a lifeline in there to talk with other people. Absolutely. Genuinely. Now shifting from that. <laughs> <laughs> now put Our, it on your phone. Now put down your phone. The second the second suggestion is really nature. Go outside, go for a walk for no reason, sit beside the pond, breathe fresh air. We really we really don't we really underestimate the power of nature and connecting with the sights, sounds, smells. I mean, don't taste nature. I guess we go have a drink outside. <laughs> well, I feel like I have to say that because I have a child who licks absolutely everything. I was just, a, I was just about to say, Hank's probably at the door listening and he's like, I'm going to go taste some nature. I mean, he does. He'll be chewing a leaf. I'm just like, oh, okay, bud. Even in our flat old West Texas, there is a beauty out there. So spend some time outside. If nothing feels magical, if life is really hard, if there is much more sorrow than joy, or if you're not even worried about the future because today is so tough, please reach out. Reach out to your community. If you feel like you have no community, reach out to us. Many of you we know personally. You've got our numbers, emails, Facebooks, Instagrams, however you want to reach out. And if you're not connected to us personally, send us an email, a direct message to Stickless on Instagram. We want to encourage you. And before we close out, Jeff, hey, remember? Oh, no. Lisa Frank. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Okay. So <laughs> this is one of the, this is fun because I do remember Lisa Frank, but like I remember it in that way that's like I didn't have any of it, but I know how important it was. <laughs> I know how cool it was. It was very the cool. The colors, the folders, the, the, just anything that could, have those the black with the bright colors on it the animals yes if you're if you're not familiar with lisa frank her art that was mostly marketed towards children was just as bright as it could be rainbows and what kinds of animals do you remember cheetahs and pandas and unicorns yeah like i'm and I'm kitty cats. Oh, and cats. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the one that had like multiple cats on it. Yes. And yeah. so Lisa Frank, uh, so I did a little research because, you know, I love it. So she started a children's jewelry company. Lisa Frank is actually the okay. woman. It's not okay. just a name. That is her. That's awesome. She started a children's jewelry company called Sticky Fingers in the <laughs> 1970s. I know it's a little concerning, right? Oh, in the 70s. In the 70s. Yes, okay. in the 70s. And in 1979, when she was 24 years old, it became Lisa Frank. Okay. So okay. it evolved, but I mean she was 24. That's awesome. 
And she branched out from children's jewelry to school supplies, really, was the big market. And we were talking notebooks, pencils, yeah. trapper keepers, yeah. which is a whole other, hey, remember, we won't do that right now. Nope, nope. Hold on to it. That's Lun- a good one. I got a whole good story about that. <laughs> Lunch boxes, backpacks. And it was just so fun. And it was so fantastical. I had a Lisa Frank lunchbox, had a matching thermos. That is one of those items from my childhood that I could recreate for you right now. Now, I have to say they don't, the business does not produce its own products anymore. They license their name to smaller companies. Oh, nice. So So you get so big, you don't even have to work anymore. Exactly, right? So in 2019, and I'm just going to have to say these words because I don't really understand what they mean because I'm I'm very not cool. So I just wrote down these words. So... (laughs) And you're looking at me really funny. So in 2019, she designed the artwork for something called Current Mood, which is John Mayer's Instagram TV series. Wow. I don't really know what all those words together mean. I'm going to have to go look that up. <laughs> I, I guess John Mayer had a live, like a TV, like those, you know, where people could go live or they have reels. I don't something. know. I have to go look it up. It was just know. in 2019. Anyway, if you're way cooler than we are and you know this Instagram TV series, Lisa Frank did the artwork for that. So she's still super relevant. And wasn't 2019 like 10 years ago? Yeah, I think so. Just about. Yeah. If you have some Lisa Frank, please take a picture of it and send it to us. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, we Instagram. Uh, at Stickless, or or I'm, if you, I'm not gonna lie. A couple of years ago, I can't remember when. There were definitely some grown up Lisa Frank leggings, but I had too many children with me at the time to actually pick them up, and I regret it to this day. Oh no! <laughs> so hey, that's to- good. I gotta mark that down for a present. That's a, <laughs> I gotta remember. Because once again, I'm super fashion forward over here. We are very cool. <laughs> yeah, we're so cool. <laughs> Well, thank you. I do remember Lisa Frank. And it's fun to be able to talk about that and be like, I do remember that so much from elementary school. Like it it immediately takes you back. So that's a good one. Well, hey, thank you for joining us this week and talking about Lisa Frank and also getting here, getting here and the way to live life. This is a worldview that we are practicing, that we are always shaping. So we want to hear from you. What are some things that you do? What are some ways that you can practice contentment? Uh, whether you're in the midst of a really joyous period or when there's a lot of sorrow, send us a message uh, on Instagram at Shtickless. You can send us an email, shtickless at gmail.com. But we love continuing these conversations. If you see us out somewhere, please talk to us about it because, well, I don't know if you could tell. We, we like, like to, this. We like to talk and yeah. we like to talk about this stuff. So please continue to continue to do that. So thank you for joining us. I'm Jeff. And I'm Megan. And this has been Shtickless. Good.